Hi, this is Adrian Sala, founder of Wikisleep. As many of you know, the Wikisleep app is now available for both Apple and Android devices. And I recently updated it, adding some fun features like autoplay for the next episode, sequential play of your favorite episode and a timer so that you can set it and forget it while you drift off to sleep. I wanted to mention that I am removing ads from the podcast because I know how disruptive they are. My sincere hope is that you'll go to the app and try it out, where I believe the experience is just better. And as part of that, though, over the next coming weeks, I'll be changing the episodes on the podcast to be closer to previews of full episodes, about six or seven minutes each. If you'd like to hear this and every other episode in its entirety, they're available on the app, and you can access that by visiting wikisleep.com. It's simple to download and get started, and there's a free trial so you can test it out at no cost today. Anyway, I encourage you to get the app, and in the meantime, I hope you get some rest and enjoy this episode. You're listening to Wikisleep Podcast, a podcast designed to help you relax and unwind through calm, quiet storytelling. I'm your host, Britt Buntain. Let's begin by taking a few slow, deep breaths. If you'd rather jump straight to the story, just skip ahead about 90 seconds. But remember, Deep breathing has an amazing, calming effect, helping reduce stress and anxiety, and allowing you to relax a little. To do this, simply breathe out all the way, emptying your lungs and abdomen. Then, at your own pace, breathe in slowly and fully, filling back up again. At the top of your breath, pause for a moment before breathing out slowly and emptying again completely. Pause briefly at the bottom of your breath, then repeat the process as many times as you'd like, as often as you'd like. Deep breathing is a great way to get grounded Whether you're at work, in a stressful situation, or just settling down to listen to a podcast like this. Today's story is the history of the camera. Perhaps strangely, 
the history of the camera begins even before the introduction of photography. Cameras evolved through many generations of photographic technology, such as daguerreotypes, calotypes, dry plates and film, to the modern-day digital cameras and camera phones. The forerunner to the photographic camera was the camera obscura. Camera obscura, Latin for darkroom, is the natural optical phenomenon that occurs when an image of a scene at the other side of a screen is projected through a small hole in that screen. It forms an inverted image, left to right and upside down, on a surface opposite to the opening. The oldest known record of this principle is a description by Chinese philosopher Mozi, who lived from 470 to around 390 BCE. Mozi correctly asserted that the camera obscura image is inverted because light travels in straight lines from its source. In the 11th century, Arab physicist Ibn al-Hazam wrote very influential books about optics, including experiments with light through a small opening in a darkened room. The use of a lens in the opening of a wall or closed window shutter of a darkened room to project images used as a drawing aid has been traced back to around 1550. Since the late 17th century, portable camera obscura devices in tents and boxes were used as a drawing aid. Before the invention of photographic processes, there was no way to preserve the images produced by these cameras apart from manually tracing them. The earliest cameras were room-sized, with space for one or more people inside. These gradually evolved into more and more compact models. The first camera that was small and portable enough to be practical for photography was envisioned by Johann Zahn in 1685. It would be almost 150 years before such an application was possible. While the effects of a single light passing through a pinhole had been described earlier, Ibn al-Hazam gave the first correct analysis of the camera obscura. This included the first geometrical and quantitative descriptions of the phenomenon. He was also the first to use a screen in a dark room so that an image from one side of a hole in the surface could be projected onto a screen on the other side. He also first understood the relationship between the focal point and the pinhole and performed early experiments with afterimage.
Al-Hazam's writings on optics became very influential in Europe through Latin translations, inspiring people such as Witello, Roger Bacon, Leonardo da Vinci, René Descartes, and Johannes Kepler. If you're enjoying this Wikisleep story and would like to hear it in its entirety, full episodes are available on the Wikisleep app, where there is so much more to help you get to sleep. Simply visit the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and search Wikisleep. Or visit wikisleep.com where there are simple links to the app. Remember, we're not a regular sleep app. We're a cool sleep app. Affordable, fun, and endlessly interesting.